Welcome to Girlish Gurus. I'm Joy. And I'm Susan. And we're here to have discussions about topics on many subjects that we hope are informative, uplifting, and fun. So let's get started. Let's. Thank you for joining us for part one of Good Foods for a Healthy Life with Lorraine Miano. Hello, everyone. Hello. And welcome to another episode of Girlish Gurus. We are very excited because we have one of our very favorite guests here today. Lorraine Miano is here to talk to us about good foods for a healthy life. And there's a ton of information. We've got a lot to cover because we're going to talk about good food for your body, good food for your brain, just for menopause, for everything. And we'll provide links and information for you to access this yourself. But without further ado, welcome Lorraine. Thank you, ladies. It's so good to be back. <laughs> so good to have you. It's always fun to have yeah, you. It always. is. We always have a great time. So where do we start? Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I guess I'd like to start with just saying with all the information that we're providing today, this is not medical information. This is just educational information. True. And also remember that we are each bio individuals mm -hmm. and what works for one person might not work for someone else and there's so many conflicting studies done on all kinds of diets so just you know pay attention to your own bodies what works for you that's great advice yeah absolutely and as Lorraine said always talk to your physician mm -hmm. or someone as you're if you're going to start on any particular diet right but we want to talk about some of the things we know are going to help you be healthier yeah. if you can implement them into your daily right and let's food also routine. let's remember that a diet is what you do eat yes not what right. you don't eat and we can actually reframe it as to our meals i love it dieting. Yeah. i love it that's mm. great mm -hmm. okay. meals and snacks right, right. <laughs> i'd like to have a snack right now <laughs> Since we are focused on women midlife mm -hmm. and later, what if we focus first on those foods that we know can help women in perimenopause and later yeah. as far as their health, their brain health, all of that good stuff? Yeah. Well, maybe we could start with maybe what we shouldn't have in, that's our, in that, our meals. Well, that's probably <laughs> even better. Because that's probably, because most women probably aren't sure Mm -hmm. if what they are eating is healthy. So there are four foods in general that can throw off your hormone balance. Okay. okay. So red meat is a mm. big one. It has high amounts of saturated fats, which are not necessarily bad all in all, but if mm -hmm. you eat too much of it, it would be throwing off hormone balance. Right. So it can kind of mess with the production of estrogen in your body. Okay. Processed foods yeah, are a big bad, one. Very bad, very bad. Bad. Affects insulin cortisol levels, which then results in affecting all of our female hormones, estrogen, as well as testosterone and all those things can throw everything off balance. And when we talk about menopause and women's health, we always tend to, when we speak hormones, mm -hmm. most women are thinking estrogen, right? right, And progesterone. They're not thinking about all those other hormones that are so important, like like insulin and cortisol. Right. So, they all um, have to be balanced. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when and stre when stress levels are high and the cortisol is high and mm -hmm. then you're eating processed foods, that kind of just all contributes to hormone imbalance. Well, and processed foods you're going to find mainly on the interior aisles of the mm -hmm. grocery store. That's how you know. Stay yeah. away. Right. 
<laughs> and if you do have to get something on those aisles, keep it to like less than four ingredients to a package because all those extra, all that extra junk and oils and sugars are, and salts and all those things are so bad for hormone balance mm-hmm. and for health in general. Now I'm asking because I think these are okay, but like canned fruits and vegetables, as long as there's not added sugars or salts, those are okay. Yeah, I mean, in moderation, like everything in moderation. Yeah, beans. I would say, I would say, <laughs> I would say, what would be better is frozen. Okay. So frozen fruits and vegetables that are usually flash frozen yes. at the peak of ripeness, and they don't have a lot of added ingredients. So, like if you're making smoothies, like a good thing with you know frozen right. uh, blueberries or strawberries or that kind of thing. And yeah. that stuff's usually on the outer aisles mm-hmm. too. Really, yeah. frozen yeah. frozen okay. foods. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and they usually, because canned things sometimes will have higher concentrations of sugars and salts for, yes. to preserve them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. And then another one is caffeine. Oh, <laughs> now this is my downfall. So caffeine. I I know that I drink way too much caffeine. I know yeah. it. I know I do. And that can affect yep cortisol levels mm-hmm. and your adrenal glands. So. If you do enjoy a cup of coffee, and for me, most of the time, it's just more about the taste and having Mm -hmm. that cup of coffee, I would suggest doing decaf, but an organic decaf. And organic in general, even if you're drinking caffeinated coffee, because coffee beans have a very high concentration of pesticides if they're conventional. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and chemicals. So if you can, limit it to maybe one cup in the morning. Don't drink caffeine throughout the day because it can affect sleep. It can affect night sweats, hot flashes, all of those things. Mm -hmm. Women find that when they do decrease their caffeine intake or eliminate it, that the hot flashes even go away. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Of course, and if you have anxiety, it can make that a lot worse. Exacerbate it. Of course Mm -hmm. it can, yeah. Yeah, but I just so love the coffee. Yeah. I do. And I have been, so I've known you for a long time, and I took the class that you gave many years ago, well before the pandemic. And I've been following those protocols as best I can, including drinking a decaf cup of coffee as best I possibly can. But there is a point during the day where I get so tired that my go-to is a big old pot of full-octane coffee. Well, part of the idea of eating meals that benefit our health is that they also benefit our metabolic health so that it would keep us having that energy level all day steady throughout the day so that you don't need that caffeine so what you're saying is basically all these things work together yeah 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 and you know what i've found too that sometimes because i've been cutting back on the caffeine and in the mornings a lot of times i'll even do half calf half decaf and then I'll do just full decaf some days. And what I find is even if I make decaf in the afternoon, just in my head, it it's coffee. <laughs> right. So it almost fools me. And I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I and I get that. I, yeah. do, I get that. But I'm so attuned to that. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And these, Cup are, of coffee. and these are like habits, right? So yes. if we so if we yeah. can change our daily habits just a little bit, baby steps. Mm-hmm. Say like you do not want to say you want to eliminate sugar from your diet. Well, you're not going to just stop cold turkey. It's very hard. All you'll be thinking about is that piece of cake you want or that scoop of ice cream. So rather than do that, you add things into your to make your physical health better by like maybe going for a walk. I'm having a craving. Well, let me go for a walk and see Mm -hmm. how I feel after that. And then just 
save the cookies and maybe the desserts for on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Alcohol is another one, right? Mm-hmm. So alcohol can really make your hormone, <laughs> hormones go wacky. Mm. So if you can save that glass of wine for the weekend, mm-hmm. so this way you're not, you, at least you know have. I guess you can look at it kind of like a reward, you know, <laughs> on the weekend. But at least you're not eliminating it completely, where mm. all you're thinking about is right. having that, that glass, glass of wine. wine. Right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. baby steps. The alcohol for me is not as big a deal as that. Caffeine, Caffeine. Mel. yeah. And the sweet thing for me, what I've learned to do to substitute is fruit. Mm-hmm. I'll have fruit, and that eases my craving for something sweet. Mm-hmm. And then I, it really does help me, yeah. even if I just have a few bites of like cantaloupe or pineapple or half an apple or something, yeah. and then I'm done. I'm good. Yeah, it really has helped. Yeah, and the, f- the fiber in the fruits help it, so you're you feel full. Yeah, and, and you're blood sugar is not spiking as much yeah. so yeah which can lead to insulin resistance and type 2 diabetes so we have to good times there yeah well yeah especially for women during the menopause years many women think that okay once i hit post menopause it's been a year i haven't had a period i'm now postmenopausal okay i'm through it i'm done <laughs> but what women don't realize is that postmenopausal women are at higher risk of type 2 diabetes cardiovascular disease mm-hmm. osteoporosis and dementia. Mm-hmm. So all of these things that we're talking about today will help us live a long health span versus disease span, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. So another thing on the list, and so this is a very controversial subject, okay? Soy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so soy and dairy products. Soy is a phytoestrogen. So for some women, who may have a hormone imbalance that might actually be beneficial for them. Okay. But for others, it could lead to estrogen dominance or other kinds of hormone imbalances. And especially soy grown in the US, I don't know what the, st- what the percentage is now, but at one time it was 90% of soy grown was GMO, was non-organic, so it's sprayed with pesticides and all kinds of stuff. That's bad for our hormone endocrine disruptors, right? It's bad for our hormones. Mm-hmm. So you wanna be careful with soy and then dairy products, same thing. Dairy products might not necessarily be bad for some people. However, if you are going to drink milk, say, mm-hmm. or eat cheeses, you want to try to do as organic as often as possible because milk is filled with hormones, pus, all kinds of nasty <sighs> stuff, yeah. <laughs> like high levels that FDA says are okay. So that's in conventional milk. And and the reason for that is so they give hormones and antibiotics to the cows because they're really not meant to be eating corn and things that give them like IBS and different intestinal problems. So then they have to give them antibiotics to help Mm. them with that. They should be eating grass. So you want like grass-fed milk, organic milk. Interesting. Yeah. But milk is not necessary. I actually looked up yesterday to see like the, the makeup of the protein, the calcium in different kinds of milk, so like in dairy and in plant-based oh, milk. Okay. So it's very interesting to see. So yes, milk is very high in protein. It was like eight grams per eight ounces. Mm-hmm. Same with soy, soy mm-hmm. milk. However, almond milk, cashew milk, and I can't remember the last one, the oh. pea milk, which oh. is made from uh, green, um, <laughs> That sounds yellow a little funny, lentils, doesn't so yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> but it had more calcium than dairy really yeah what about the sugar in some of those nut milks though doesn't that tend to be higher 
I didn't look at that content, but okay. um, possibly. But if you're going to drink a glass of milk, dairy milk is very high in saturated fat, where the other ones are zero saturated fats. Oh, got in, it. In the other milks, so you have to look at again. Yeah, like what is what benefits your body, and mm-hmm. you know, if, and if you're going to drink organic milk, okay, but know that you can have an option in plant-based milk with lower calories. There's more calories in dairy milk too. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. said they are equivalent in terms of protein for the most part. Dairy milk and soy have the highest protein. Okay. So the even though they're it's a nut milk and the pea milk, they are lower in protein. So you'd have to get your protein somewhere else. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Good if you, but if the reason you're drinking milk is for the calcium, then the plant-based milks actually had more calcium. And, okay, and I have another question on the dairy side. Like, are goat and sheep's milk cheeses better than cow milk? I think health-wise they are, but they're, again, still in the dairy yeah. okay. range of things. So, again, depending on whether you have, I think for people that are lactose intolerant, they mm-hmm. may be better, certain ones may be mm-hmm. better. So, it depends, again, if you have an allergy lactose intolerance what i always tell women this comes from anything that we're talking about today whether it be dairy or gluten or whatever keep a food journal Mm -hmm. yeah and really write down everything you eat each meal each snack and then write down how you feel several hours later because sometimes you can just pinpoint exactly what it is that's either causing a a mood disorder (laughs) possibly Mm -hmm. ibs symptoms anxiety Mm -hmm. different things just by keeping track of what you're eating there's a lot of apps for that now. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there's ways to make that easier yeah. using yeah. your smartphone. Yeah. 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 Okay. Lots of health apps, lots of mm-hmm. um, hacks for, for health. Yeah, yeah. To help you track. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So those, again, the four are red meat, red meat, processed foods, yeah. caffeine, uh-huh. soy, and dairy products. Okay. And again, what you have to do is see how each of these affects you personally but just know that those can be hormone disruptors okay yeah hmm. i didn't know that <laughs> well i learned something mm-hmm. today hey that's oh, good because also which we didn't talk about they, a lot of those things can cause inflammation in your body too well, see that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah so if it's aggravating your gut and mm-hmm. um can lead to leaky gut and leaky gut is when the walls of your intestines become like permeated and so when you eat things they're not being digested. They're going right through into your bloodstream. And that's how a lot of people get um, autoimmune, autoimmune disorders, disorders mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, or other symptoms mm-hmm. of that leaky gut. Mm-hmm. So be careful about taking care of that gut health, which I know we're really not getting too much into that today, but eating probiotic foods, really paying attention to the things that cause inflammation mm-hmm. in your body, keeping away from the processed fried things. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. want to keep a healthy gut. Yeah. Bone broth is a great one for a healthy gut. Okay, so should we talk about maybe what a lot of people hear this term superfoods? Let's talk about, I know like when I looked up articles, there are like are different ones that have, oh, these are the 10 superfoods. These are the 16. These are the seven. And they're all, all the lists seem to be a little bit different. Right. Because they're not a category really like the macronutrients or your micronutrients. So superfoods generally are foods that are nutrient dense mm-hmm. and generally low in calories. Okay. And they're good for heart health, a strong immune system, 
cancer prevention, and reduced inflammation. So what makes a food a superfood? They're super healthy. (laughs) (laughs) But not every healthy food is a superfood. Right. Right. (laughs) That's true. So they're the ones that give you exceptional health benefits. Okay. High in antioxidants, minerals, vitamins. They also may be high in fiber, flavonoids, and healthy fats. So some of them, like avocado is a big one. Yes. Love me some avocado. Mm, Me too. Avocados and other healthy fats such as wild-caught oily fishes, salmon, mackerel, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm, sardines, anchovies, fresh anchovies. Mm -hmm. Those are all great for not only just our hormones, because our hormones need fat to to be created in our bodies, but also for our brains. So we need healthy fats for our brains. And I know we've talked about this on a previous episode of your other podcast, (laughs) how the sugar industry in the early 60s did a good job of vilifying fats. Yes. And so since then, obesity has skyrocketed. Mm -hmm. And heart disease. Mm -hmm. And And diabetes. diabetes, Mm -hmm. As has anxiety, Mm -hmm. depression, depression, inflammation, because our brains need fat. And what happened was sugars replaced fats in foods. It could not have been the worst thing. The worst thing. It's fat-free. It's fat-free this and fat-free that. So then let's add five more tablespoons of sugar to it. (laughs) So it tastes good. And you're addicted to it and you'll want more of it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So ladies, so important for women for their health, healthy fats, get get good healthy fats, nuts, seeds, avocado, mm-hmm. olive oil, all of those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then berries are probably the best fruit to eat. So blueberries, strawberries, berries. blackberries. Mm-hmm. So those are not high in antioxidants. And when it comes to superfoods, colorful foods, like all the your greens and purples and reds mm-hmm. and all of those things, all superfoods, great for your body. Mm-hmm. Cranberries, goji berries, all of those things. And even, I think I saw cherries even, they kind of lumped in with the berries because the dark reds mm-hmm. or the, you know. And cherries are a good source of melatonin. Yeah. Yeah. So good for, and actually when I was having trouble sleeping, I did buy tart cherry juice. It was very hard to drink though. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her up, right? But it did work. It yeah. did work. Mm-hmm. So, okay. but uh, juice in general, though, I would say stay away from fruit because yeah. yeah. they are high in sugars, and you want to just eat fruit because you get the fiber with it. Again, like we said before. Yeah. Okay. Chia seeds. So, like we we're saying, seeds. Chia seeds are a great superfood. You could put them in smoothies, oatmeal, whatever. Chia pudding. You can mm-hmm. do that overnight pudding in the fridge. So those are great. Cinnamon is a great one. So ladies, if you are trying to cut back on adding any kind of creamers or sugars or whatever to your teas or decaf coffee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> decaf coffee, Joyce. I know. <laughs> Cinnamon is a great way to take care of that sugar craving because it is a little bit sweet and it adds like a great flavor to it Mm -hmm. and it's a great antioxidant i add it in my coffee maker i just Mm -hmm. put a couple sprinkles in with the coffee and stir it up before i brew yeah and And it gives it a great flavor too and if you are able buy organic cinnamon Mm -hmm. all of your spices any of your spices because it will make a big difference for your health Mm. okay interesting and i put it in my oatmeal in the morning yeah there you go right before i drink my coffee (laughs) (laughs) and of course all the leafy greens right Mm. arugula 
beet greens, bok choy, broccoli rob, collard greens, dandelions, kale, microgreens, mustard greens, spinach, Swiss chard, turnips, and watercress. <laughs> Lots of good vitamins in those, too, yes. in addition mm-hmm. to all the minerals and other yes. positive yes. things from that. Great for your hormones. Mm. So all of those things are great. Garlic? Yes. Garlic is great for everything. My husband is so funny. So recently, my husband been reading about garlic. And he said, I think I'm going to start eating raw garlic in the morning. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm like, I hope you don't plan on visiting people throughout the day. Wow. <laughs> I said, maybe we can look at a different way to incorporate that. <laughs> they do say raw is the best. Right. It oh, is best. Wow. But we are Italian, and I do a lot of cooking with garlic. Yeah. But I don't know that I could eat raw garlic in the morning. Do you know what I use raw garlic for is when I make avocado toast, once I toast the bread, I rub raw garlic on it. And that it gives it such a great flavor. flavor. So I don't know if that counts because it kind of melts. Maybe a little bit. But you're going to have to eat it too. I know. I know. Oh my gosh. Because otherwise it's going to be papal. I said, maybe we could look at garlic supplements. Mm -hmm. I think those still leave like a scent. (laughs) I don't know. I honestly think in our family, we eat so much. I mean, I'm buying garlic all the time. I don't think he needs to worry. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yes, garlic is a good one. It's good for your immune system. It's good to keep vampires away. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. It has sulfur. It's anti-inflammatory. Right. Right. No, it's good. I love garlic. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. Love it. Mm -hmm. And ginger. So ginger is great for digestion. Mm -hmm. Um, I like ginger tea. I do too. Yeah, like in the evening. Yeah. So calm your stomach or whatever. Mm Ginger is really good. You got me there. I've never had ginger tea. No? No, oh, it's good. It's a little spicy. Yeah. It's nice. It is. Yeah. Okay, I have to and try that. ginger is really good, too. have to try that. And green tea, even though green tea has a little bit of caffeine, you can get a decaf green tea. I'm drinking tea. decaf green tea right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so green tea, very high in antioxidants. L-theanine, which we talk mm-hmm. about a little mm-hmm. bit. So L-theanine is a great source of providing alert calmness ah so there's actually supplements that are Mm l-theanine we talked about that Mm -hmm. earlier today actually yeah 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 so Mm -hmm. and green tea is high in that so yeah yeah, caffeine free you can get and there's all kinds of flavored nice flavors of green tea yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. lentils are a very good source of protein i love lentils i make lentil soup all the time my family we do the whole new year's day kind of thing lentil soup for good luck okay yeah Mm -hmm. so we love lentils beans are not my favorite but no that's okay (laughs) i'll eat a lentil my neighbor shared with me she uses those on nachos puts them like a hummus or something yeah she mushes mushes them up and pours them over instead of using black beans or or refried beans or refried beans or something she uses the lentils and then just puts all the other toppings on and they're actually really good yeah and you feel a little bit healthier eating yeah. nachos that way. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Although black beans, I mean, yeah, are fine too. But lentils are probably a little better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this one actually. So when I was looking through the superfoods, like you said, there's all different ones. Pumpkin. So I never really realized that pumpkin was considered a superfood, but it is. So one of the things here is said to make a pumpkin lentil soup. Hmm. which might be very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and, okay. I, I guess we'll point out that this information we got from Cleveland Clinic. Yes. So we are yeah. taking this as pretty, yeah. Yeah. pretty good mm-hmm. info. The studies. Yeah. And it's rich in lutein. So lutein, I take a lutein supplement for my eyes. Ah. Um, it's very important 
for good high health. So it's a high source of that. Antioxidants, see, so it can help with macular degeneration, cataracts. So yeah, I've been taking lutein for years. And potassium, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. 16% of your daily recommended amount of potassium in one cup. Wow. A pumpkin. That's a lot. And I love pumpkin. I do too. Yeah. You don't think about eating it except in a pie at Thanksgiving. Yeah. I make some pumpkin cookies, which I know doesn't count because it's (laughs) sweets. But there are recipes for for healthy pumpkin cookies. Yeah, there Mm -hmm. are. And they don't have as much sugar in them as you might think. So I, I have a recipe for oatmeal pumpkin pancakes. Basically, it's oatmeal and pumpkin. Yeah. And you could put a little baking powder in there, you know, but the pumpkin is a binder and a lot of those uh, gluten-free pancake recipes are basically oats and banana, Mm -hmm. but you swap out the banana and use the pumpkin instead. And it's pretty healthy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would do that. I want to mention too potassium because I was surprised at this. I didn't know avocados have more potassium than a banana. Really? Yes. I wouldn't have guessed that. Me neither. So that Mm -hmm. was a interesting. Yeah highlight for me because a lot of people don't like bananas yeah but if you like avocados yeah that's even and avocados you can really do anything with and flavor them however you you can make brownies with them they use i mean there there's people do all kinds of funky stuff with them one thing i wanted to mention i want to go back to pumpkin for a minute i just want to remind women that does not mean pumpkin spice coffee from starbucks (laughs) oh no that stuff (laughs) that stuff now okay we need sponsors shout out to starbucks maybe we could have some type of menno coffee i was reading something the other day where but that stuff not good for you some health promoting person was saying that they talked to the man that runs starbucks and said hey when are you going to stop making these drinks so sugary you walk in there and having a cup of your some of your coffees is worse than any cookie piece of cake that you could eat when are you gonna start cutting back on all that sugary stuff and i guess they are working on it that would be good which they need to yes yeah as much as i love a nice starbucks i don't get those sugary no neither do i i get of course i get a big old cup of coffee with an extra shot in it (laughs) occasionally and i say occasionally is maybe once a year i'll go i haven't gone to a starbucks in forever but maybe once a year we'll be somewhere and i'll go and i do like the mocha the hot mocha coffee but what i do is i tell them give me half the amount you can say however much you want yeah. so i'm like give me half the amount of whatever it is that you put in there mm-hmm. and no whipped cream <laughs> you know well, that's even what though I the whipped do. cream is good but it's not the sugar that they put in the whipped that's cream. what i do with the pumpkin spice mm-hmm. when i get a pumpkin spice i say i want half the shots mm-hmm. and no whipped cream yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and then i don't feel so bad that right you know at least it's it's not great but it's better right yeah yeah and like we said baby steps baby steps <laughs> right 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 so we talked about, so salmon, of course, like we were saying, the mm-hmm. oily fishes are great for you. I love smoked salmon, mm-hmm. and I'll just do that with like a little bit of capers and tomato. I, mean, and I love whatever. all that stuff. Yeah, I so, love, one of my favorite yeah. types of sushi is mackerel. Mm. Oh, I love it. It's so good. I love the salmon. I love the anchovy. I love sardines. I love yeah. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Me too. I wish yes. I liked some of that more. <laughs> I'm better. Yeah. Than I used to be. I used to hate salmon, yeah. but now I I can I eat it. Yeah, I know it's healthy for me, so I really try. I don't do it all the time, but I can eat it now where before I couldn't. Yeah, and there's so many wonderful easy recipes. Like my husband and I, a lot of times we'll just grill it on the. I just put a little bit of seasoning on it and then just grill it on the stove a little bit and have that with a salad. Mm-hmm. And it's like 
a great dinner. I find if I do it with a mustard type sauce, it cuts that, that fishiness for me somehow. And that's what always I didn't. Well, I love the fishy. Didn't like. So the, yummy. And I, I don't know why for me it had a really yeah. fishy taste to it. But if I use a mustardy Yeah. And actually sauce. if you buy, mustard's actually a, a pretty good condiment to use it's mm-hmm. like healthier than a mayonnaise or something but a primal kitchen i think is one that ha- actually has a uh, like i guess it's a less of a, like a glycemic load yeah. or whatever more keto or yeah. whatever but if you mix the mustard with like raw garlic <laughs> it's, it's actually very delicious and make a mustard paste like that yeah. and then just poach it in the oven like that oh it's nice really i'll have yeah. to try that yeah you guys are a making me hungry <laughs> B, making me think we need to do a cooking episode mm. for a video. Oh, yes. Just, okay. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Go ahead. Okay. All right. So yogurt and kefir. So kefir, I became a fan of years ago. It's li- it's basically a liquid yogurt, and uh, but I buy unsweetened and then just add my own stuff to it. So these are good probiotic foods mm-hmm. to have. They're actually good. And there's actually goat milk kefir, which I have not had the nerve to try yet, but I know people that do drink it and love it because I, I am not a goat uh what do you call it goat cheese person oh okay. Oh, i love goat i cheese. guess i must have that gene it's just like it's like and the, it's like eating goats and like <laughs> and like people that can't eat cilantro because it right. tastes like like everybody has their thing yeah. it tastes me? like soap to people yeah, right? yeah like or i'm something. not a bean person or me with the salmon thing right, right so right. but i have had the goat's milk kefir and it is actually good okay maybe i will try it just time because i know yeah. it could be a little bit healthier yeah but yeah so but that's a good a good morning breakfast drink yeah. to have mm. keeper mm-hmm. and yogurt if you are buying yogurt do not buy flavored yogurt oh no so high yeah. so or high fat in sugar free yeah or fat free you Loaded want, with sugar you want yeah. organic whole milk and probably greek is best yes. yeah and then you add your own fruit and if you get really good berries that are sweet enough you don't even need to add anything else to no. that but if you do need a little bit of sweetener i say like maybe just a drop of maple syrup could help mm-hmm. i add honey sometimes or honey yeah. yeah yeah local honey can help with your allergies as we know yeah right mm-hmm. but you yep. have to do it daily mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. like a teaspoon daily yeah local local honey right Okay, wow. That's quite a list, huh? Yeah. yeah. There probably are so many more superfoods, but anything that can help with those, your heart, right? And your brain, right. all of those things, beneficial, right. super, superfoods. Right. Now is an excellent opportunity for us to promote our friend Lorraine's retreat. So if any of you have been listening to the podcast for a while, and we hope you all have, you know, we have had Lorraine Miano yes. on as a guest a couple of times, mm-hmm. and she is a menopause-focused health coach, and she is wonderful. She we is. love her so much. <laughs> She's wonderful. She and Leslie Ender have created a retreat for women who are 45 and older. And it's called Amble and Rove Through Your Magical Menopause. (laughs) I just love it. I think it's hysterical. It's October the 15th through the 21st, and it's in Italy. Yes. Tuscany. So we're going to put a link in the notes of this podcast episode, and we'll put links for all of the articles and information in the notes. But this is an inexpensive retreat. And there's going to be so much good stuff. We're going to continue to promote it until the seats are sold. And I think 
they're filling up pretty quickly. Yeah, they are filling up quickly. So if you are interested, please reach out through the link and um, secure your spot. Mm -hmm. And here are some of the things that are included in this trip. What do you hear? Yeah. You're going to visit quaint medieval villages. (laughs) You're going to tour Florence. Possibly have access to a massage. I'm just saying. You'll have a wine tasting and tour, truffle hunt, cooking classes. You're going to do some yoga and meditation. Two of my favorite things. Some workshops on holistic health and navigating midlife. All of your meals are included. And I'm sure there's going to be a fair amount of wine and other activities. And if you have a girlfriend or a sister that you would like to take on this trip with you, this would be a great opportunity for a couple of you to go or a a small group. But you're going to have to sign up quickly because the rooms are going fast. We hope you will at least check it out and see if it's something of interest to you. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Stay tuned for part two of Good Foods for a Healthy Life with Lorraine Miano in our next podcast episode. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Girlish Gurus. We hope you'll join us next time for another fun and interesting topic. And please be sure to check the notes for information and links that were included in this discussion today. Also, don't forget you can find us on our social media platforms, starting with Instagram, Facebook, and now, including YouTube. You can find us by searching Girlish Gurus. And please remember to give this episode a good review and share it with your girlfriends, because the more interaction we get with our podcast episodes, the more episodes we can post. Finally, you can find us on our website, girlishgurus.com. Thanks again. See you next time. Bye.